At your big age, you are still replying text late so that you don't seem desperate. I don't want to KG too. And I will call Prime in answer. Please, we don't do that over here. We don't do that over here. Welcome once again to the nation's favorite podcast. Hey, <laughs> it's Sincerely Cry. Yes, yes, yes. If you're listening to us, then it's another beautiful Monday or maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm. You can listen to us on any day because it's still lit with Sincerely Accra. <laughs> I'm your host, Joseph NT, and on production is my co-creator and producer, Kwame Asante. Give it up for him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And as usual, you know, we always mandatory. We always have to shout out the Gold Coast Report. Yes. That is the podcast network that hosts us and as well as our 14 other podcasts that have come into circulation. They are lovely. They are amazing. There's something for everybody. Don't take my word for it Go right on the Google Shmoo And type Gold Coast Report Or any of the social media You know, platforms that, Somebody told me if I say platforms It means I'm old And it's only old people That call social media uh, Like what you say They're platforms Or <laughs> I don't even know um, Yeah, but just Twitter, Facebook, Instagram Gold Coast Report you find them And all the other podcasts Will be there So yeah Anyway, let's not talk too much Let's get into this week's episode Fellow Ghanaians, good evening. I've come to your homes once again, as promised, on the matter which continues to grip not only the attention of the nation, but also of the entire world, the coronavirus pandemic. We can defeat this virus if we all commit ourselves to respecting all the measures that have been outlined. I assure you that we know what to do to bring back our economy back to life. What we do not know is how to bring people back to life. I'm confident the Ghanaians will comply with them. Mr. Amu, in Simamake, Yenina Yambomodin, Mien Disu, Yankopo Adaroma, a bad boy. Me panyafai. Sanini niye. Nye fenya bwa modin. Niye nyelo. Nimodromo. Ibawa wafen. May God bless us all. And our homeland Ghana. And make her great and strong. Okay, so this week, what did we decide to talk about? You know, we have come your way with so many foolishness, but today we said, you know what, let's take a little step back and give them some seriousness. I so nim say a seeding tin ton tin tin ton tin yanum sanye fadring I into mujimika cra near the nyansaka crying abatsang because generation Z dear. I say almost be take baby siemia yeah pressy press dear. You know, I never felt like I was ever going to be so like, you know, like being Behind on tech and new stuff You know, when we, we, we latched onto Instagram and Twitter and all of this stuff I was like, you know, I know how to use it And when my parents always like, oh, help me, what's up, help me with this I'm always like, you people are so late, you know But, I, look, I have to confess I don't know how to use TikTok and Thriller Oh, is it Thriller? Or Thriller? Bitch, I don't know, you see, I know Michael Jackson <laughs> I've been trying, I've downloaded them But I just, I can't work my way around it Oh my goodness, and now I feel so old I'm like, oh my goodness, my K-Tree There is an app that I don't know how to use, you know <laughs> 
we're supposed to be this millennial generation and we know everything when it comes to apps. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. So this week, what we wanted to talk about was entrepreneurship. Yes, actually, you know, the economy has always been what it is. It's always going to be what it's going to be. I feel like every year the economy is only going to get worse. There's no way the economy, I don't know, but that is just my thing. And, you know, jobs are scarce. More people are graduating now because you guys have, you know, everybody's going to school. People are graduating. People need money. Um, so, you know, entrepreneurship has become a big thing in this part of the world, you know, because I think there was a report that said that um, for uh, uh, and developed countries to become better, they need to bank on entrepreneurship. Because you know what? The U.S., for example, I read somewhere that they are actually thriving on small scale businesses. It's not the big, big, large corporations that hold the U.S. up. The economy is held up by small businesses, you know. And so we're looking at entrepreneurship. OK, and our question this week is, what is that one thing that entrepreneurship fits? as a challenge here in Ghana. If you're an entrepreneur in Ghana, what is the biggest challenge that you face? Just, you know, entrepreneuring. <laughs> okay? And so that's what we wanted to find out. We went to the places and very serious events because I needed to speak to people that are, you know, kind of doing entrepreneurship so they can give us some answers. You know, places, events, functions, places, whatever. And we brought you these responses. So on the other side, we're going to serve it up, dish it, chop it, and dissect. Don't go nowhere. We're coming back. Clients who don't want to pay on time or don't want to pay at all, you have to stop this shit because we got bills to pay. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. What's the longest time you've had to wait for money? Uh, forever. Because somebody hasn't paid me like for how long has it till been? today? Like uh, October. October, so that's yeah. last year. Okay, yes. that's not been a year. So I've actually been living on exposure. Oh. Yeah, exposure. It drew one year. Why? One. Ideas. Some of them are daft. <laughs> because you know what? It's the same idea. You've seen someone selling pure water, so you're also selling pure water. How are you selling your pure water to make it very attractive for someone else to buy? Not the same. Not everybody is an entrepreneur. Yeah, a nine to five job. Okay. 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 Yes, okay. I think say say to me understand how benefit are you being free entrepreneurship. A really good thing, but media I wouldn't advise you because we bread, we bread, we bread, 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 b
say because post buy a I want to say money, but I don't think it's money. I think the one thing they struggle with is managing what they have properly so that it's effective for them. Because if you're able to manage a little you have, it grows for you to be able to get more. I always say the money will come. So it's, I think it's more a matter of what they do with the little that they have. Now we need the opportunity. It's money. Why? Why is the money? You know, it's quite um, challenging to come back with a lot of uh, capital to start a business. Yes. Personally, you have this urge to enter into the fun, um, direct sector. Okay. But it's quite inte- capital intensive mm-hmm. in the sense that where am I going to get a land? Mm-hmm. The land, no matter how the land is, if the chief is leasing the land to you, it requires capital. Right, right. And their mode of operating the, um, the farm. Uh-huh. I have ways. I will start with some cash crops and before some petty crops before I will start with the cash crops. Right. But it's money. Fear of the unknown. Okay. You know, if you're an entrepreneur, what it means is that you're supposed to make things work. Everything depends on you. And so the willpower to step out to do something and also the fear of whether or not it will work is one thing that I believe is the biggest challenges of entrepreneurship. So most people, most entrepreneurs in Ghana like doing things on their own and I don't think it's great. Because you know they can't trust people. A lot of people don't trust people. No. But then you can't do everything on your own. When you do that, your work that is not quality. Just just be there for them because like, it's not easy. It's not, it's not just about money or you coming to their space or like helping them. You need to like hear them. Oh, oh, like a listening ear. We'll be yeah, exactly. Don't worry, be a bare fine. Not, like, not, not be a bare fine. Like sometimes support them 
do entrepreneurs do? They come up with solutions to problems. Right. So I want to believe that you're starting off knowing that there's ready markets for what you're doing and not hoping that someone is going to purchase it or someone is going to buy into your idea if you get what I mean. So I think uh, the greatest thing that entrepreneurs um, struggle with in Ghana is a false perception of what's reality. Okay, now break that down. Yes. <laughs> what I mean by that is people start their entrepreneurship journey and they set their goal towards something they've seen somewhere which might not apply the same way in Ghana. A typical example is someone will look after somebody like Gary Vee or some basketball player and they're in a whole different context. So they want their journey to emulate that person's journey, right? So when they start and they're not experiencing the same level of success at that particular speed, right. then they get broken down thinking the system is not helping. My friends are not supporting. I'm broke. If I was richer, I would have worked. If I had more ideas, I would have worked. I mean, let's face it, some of the best inventions were the dumbest ideas when they started. So clearly the lack of good ideas is not a problem. All right, okay, we don't dance, no way, we just throw our money up, put it, uh, you know, I always don't know the words to songs. Maybe I'm just sanctifying, but you know, I think it's not a singing notebook. It's not a singing notebook, not a singing radio. I used to have a little um cassette and I put in the rate and the, because the radio had a like, cassette, cassette player. So I put it in there and anytime my favorite song would come on, I would literally press record and I record it over the tape. Now I'm going to back, now I'm going Word for word, I'm about pause, I'm going pause. I remember that's how I learned this song, Umbrella. I remember very vividly. We bought pause, I'm going You have my heart. No my boy, and we'll never be well. Okay, no matter, and we'll never be well. The past can be my. That is how I learned the word, the songs, the words to the song Umbrella. I tell you, I kid you not. I kid you not. I had a book. You know, there were books that they used to sell that had the lyrics, but the grammatical errors were too much. Now, sell book like a prince in here off. When him, sometimes I picture now, what's this picture? Nobody's so cry off. Like, it just used to irk me so much. And me say, when him, meang, cause I'm a cinema trauma, dear. Anyway, let's just get right into it, you know? A little digression of a head, no bad day. <laughs> okay, into entrepreneurs. Hey, you know, I was really expected a lot of people to save money so I wasn't surprised we got that um, but it's quite interesting you know we got some really really interesting I, the one that I was like wow a false perception of reality that was a really really good answer social media has done this thing where people are constantly comparing you know and so you're looking at a 21 year old rapper and what they've been able to do or let's say a 22 year old um, entrepreneur and what they've been able to do and achieve in a different economy with a different class climate than yours and you are here at maybe 31 what's here now me credit and me yeah you mean jaya been at it for five years me to me talk come to me see dying my mates are all ahead of me you know i feel like a false perception of reality that was such a strong such a strong answer for me you know and it made me think true true you know what i'm saying um i mean there were other ones like you know ideas and stuff that also makes sense but that really stuck to me i feel like just understanding where you are where you're coming from the stage in life that you are in and stuff like that just understanding it and seeing how what you're seeing like shouldn't really affect you because most of these like look i found that there's a whole house that people rent to go and live in and take pictures to make it look like they actually own the house i'm telling you but it's a business look it up it's 
a house and you have like maybe some few hours. So people go there with like tons of clothes. In so called damn penny, when you try to sorry, watch your pajamas, would it see a soon chain? No, I could pull, no, I could like you take pictures everywhere. You have like a bulk of pictures. In every now and then, I will release your Instagram. So most of the time, these were made. Like most of these things are manufactured. So that answer really stuck to me. In my opinion, what's the biggest challenge that entrepreneurs face? Oh my goodness. I, I would I would say right off the bat, I actually agree with whoever said that is the clientele. Um, like 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 someone also said, you know, I don't think it's money so much, capital and all of that, because I feel like there's nothing wrong with starting small. You know, for me, I've been entrepreneurial before and I started small. I think a lot of people have this idea and perception, which comes back to the perception of reality, that you're supposed to have certain things, you know. Oh, maybe entrepreneur, say me car, let me move around, because that's how I'll be able to reach my clientele. I need to have an office space. I need to, you know, and Guy, office space, you're going to pay rent. After that, you have to pay lights and water and you have to keep it like furnished. And if you're going to have your stuff coming, like it's just, it's not necessary. A lot of people are running business from their homes, from their bedrooms. So think about it. You can have Instagram. That's your online shop. Um, shop. That's your store. You don't need a space. You know what I'm trying to say? And so some of these things, I feel like you can skirt around it. But the truth of the matter is clientele. I hate it when when you for your juma and you know you quote a price. Oh, it's too much. Do you tell a doctor to reduce their prices when they're going to do surgeon on you? You don't do that. A doctor calls his price and you're off to the nearest person to go and ask for money. You go fund me. You're on Twitter. Help us donate. Save this person's life. You will find the money. A lawyer calls their services to you. You will find the money. But when it comes to many entrepreneurs and the business they do, oh, it's too much. Oh, so, like entrepreneurs are solving problems. They are bringing, and most of the time it centers around convenience. And that's what people forget in this country. People do not want to pay for coming. They're like, ah, but it is just this. It's just that. But the convenience Convenience comes as a prize, bitch. You're staying in your house and I'm bringing my moto, driving through traffic and missing on them, bringing your food to you on time. And you feel like 25 cities is too much to pay for delivery. It's just a moto, blah, blah, bitch. The clientele don't help. You don't want to pay what is fair. You complain. You know, it's just, I feel like that's so stressful. Just based on my personal experience with entrepreneurship, I just feel like that has been the most stressful. People don't pay. People still owe me. I'm telling you, it's two years. Somebody owes me from two years ago work that I did. I'm telling you. And you know, there are parameters that you can put in place, sign contracts, because what are you going to go to the police? You go to the police, you have to pay them. Sometimes the money you're even going to spend on the police, when you look at the money that's owed you, it's not even worth it. I'm telling you, it's not worth it. You're going to pay so much. It's just, it's a waste. So for me, it's the clientele. And I also agree with the false perception of reality. So you know what? I just want to say, if there's any entrepreneur that's listening to me, you need to realign yourself with your original thoughts and values and mission where you want to be and where you are going and have a better understanding of the climate in which you are operating. Men man for lifestyle you know, you know, just be focused, okay? And understand your reality, you know. And look, we have to keep scheming about ways in which we can like just, you know, circumnavigate these these uh shady ass clients who don't want to pay, who are always just frustrated. They, you know, they always have the most demands. Oh, change this. Oh, do this. And then when it comes to paying the I was like, oh, but it is just, hey, I just don't care now, won't you? Hey, I just don't care now, won't you? Oh, but you picture, oh, but it's just a photo there. Because, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm personal here, but I really hate that. And that is what I'm going to see on the issue. Right about now, we're going into the listener letter. I need to get more cheerful. <laughs> I feel like the thing has affected my mood. 
<laughs> it's time for ripples, y'all. Okay, and we are here on Ripples today. Me mood to pick up crying because I feel like it's gonna be a good letter, ain't it? Okay, in the oh my god, I you know what? I'm gonna call you Font Tissue because I remember there was um Font Tissue advert with TV. Mikai, it was toilet paper, right? Font Tissue, Font Tissue says, "I'll see." Font Tissue say, "Yo, G." Some girl, okay, I think this is a guy. I'll say, yo, G, some girl fingered my. Hey, <laughs> this letter is gonna be straight from hell. It's gonna be straight from Lucifer's anus. I just know, I just know, because the first line is fucking sending me. I'll say, yo, G, some girl fingered my ass during sex, and now I think I'm addicted. <laughs> You gonna be a dick turd? Oh, you gonna be a dick turd? <laughs> fun, fun, fun tissue. Is it okay? Um, a few months ago, I was getting a blowjob from some girl after soccer with the boys. What? Did you bath? Oh my goodness! The dedication of some of you girls. I don't know. Like walk up a ball, you free. Oh my goodness, the last place you want to be close to are those balls. I'm just saying. But anyway, what do you answer? So, I was talking with the boys. Charlie, I was too tired to fuck. So, um, then I just base. That, that's uh, pigeon. So, then I just base. <laughs> Me, I'm very uh, vocal. So, when I started to come, I told her. Okay. Then, no, uh, this girl started figuring my ass. <laughs> She's been listening to uh, Amber Rose, right? Uh, what, what was that thing she said about Kanye? Finger in the booty? Little finger in the booty? Something like that. Anyway, um, then, uh, th- th- um, then uh, this girl started fingering my ass. I was not even prepared, bitch. <laughs> if you told me you were prepared, I would have looked at you in a different way. <laughs> How the hell are you going to prepare for that? Um, I was not even prepared, but I was coming. So then I weak. But when I burst it's check like heaven. Oh Lord, you guys! If you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna send me pigeon, like put in the uh in the like the top that this is pigeon, so I can rehearse because I sound like a fucking clown. <laughs> oh yeah, let me take it again. Um, I was not even prepared, but I was coming. So then I weak, but then I bust, I bust it. No way. But when I bust, it's check like heaven. Hey, then I then it be rough. My whole body just the shake. <laughs> 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 Ooh, hey, you know you don't want to do it to yourself, really. Hey, font tissue. Anyway, do you know how accurate this name is for this letter? Font tissue was the name of a toilet paper company. <laughs> We're talking about asses and assholes. I say, um, hey, then it be rough. My whole body just did shake. Charlie, the thing be me why. So I've been asking girls to do it anytime I fuck. Really? <laughs> no, 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 no. Fun tissue. What the fuck does that sound like? What is that? Oh, oh, Charlie, I beg with your phone, Sasha Mitsu. Oh, my father told him. So I'm saying, I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying. Wait, wait, wait. And what kind of position? Like, I'm sorry. Like, when you're... 
Ah, oh, font issue. Okay, let's just let's just finish the letter. Um. Uh, I've been asking girls to do it anytime I fuck, but most of them act up. Of course, Jesus. So one day I did it myself. <laughs> Wait, you did it yourself? How? I did it myself when I was masturbating. Oh my God. <laughs> I cannot. Hey. I bet you this guy was high or drunk when he sent this letter because this is just too much information, baby. Huh? Oh see, um uh what? I've been asking girls to do it anytime I fuck, but most of them act up. So one day I did it myself when I was masturbating and Charlie, the gays they enjoy. <laughs> Fun tissue, you are so stupid to me, I can't. I see Charlie, the gays they enjoy. Right now, my problem is how can I convince girls to do it to me without them thinking I'm gay, bitch? I am not qualified to answer your fucking question. (laughs) Oh my goodness, fun tissue, what the fuck is this? What is this? What is this? Oh, I don't even know where to start. Wow. Like, now I'm even getting visuals of you like with your like legs up and your finger in your ass and you're jerking off at the same time. Like really, was was that good? Who? Um. First of all, my first question is: Are you really cleaning up? Because you have no business asking people to put their finger up in your ass. So if you're not cleaning up, you know how to douche, right? Are you? I do you know how to douche. Fun tissue. Because first of all, nobody wants the smell. Nobody wants you to, you know, paint their finger. Okay, when I say paint, paint their finger, like, don't want to stick their finger in there and then, like, you know, I'm so sorry if you're. I'm so sorry to anybody that's listening to this whilst they're eating. But fun tissue leaves me no, like, no choice. Like, this is the shit that I. Oh my goodness, no pun intended. But this is the this is the bleep that I have to deal with today. Oh my god. Um, first of all, yeah, are you cleaning? I think the first step is for you to be clean thoroughly. Like, you know, get bentoa, put water in it, squirt it up there, expel the water, do it a little bit, like do it till the water is clear, and then just do a general wash of the area. Because some of you people, you're you're growing a bush, and then you're also like growing all sorts of scents. Like, I don't know if it's a perfume factory down there, but it's trash. Um, so yeah, just make sure you're cleaning up. Secondly, I feel like you need to watch the kind of girls that you move to, okay? If you're the type that is into fetishes, then you also, you have to find out what fish out freaks. Yeah, girls that are free-spirited and are uh, ready and willing to do all sorts of stuff. I feel like what you need to do is, if you get really comfortable with the girl where you're at that stage where you can talk about just about anything, talk about fetishes. Hey, what do you like to do? What What is some of the kinky stuff that you like to do? Do you like being choked? Oh, do you like handcuffs? Oh, do you like... Like, you know, um, like leather. Do you want to be whipped? Do you like piss play? Like, bring it up in conversation. If she's going to be acting all brand new, like, ew, what is that? You don't want to be asking that girl to put her finger up in your ass. No, no, no. Because not only will she say ew to that, she will go and tell a bunch of people and everybody will now be speculating that you're gay. <laughs> I mean, so you need to like have that, come, like warm them up every time you meet somebody. Like, I don't know where you meet your girl, your girls, Tinder, Christian, wherever. Like, warm them up and talk about it. Like, like find out about fetishes, what they feel about it, what they feel about that, you know? And then when you are comfortable That you like the reaction Or the You know the feedback you're getting Then you bring it in That you know what I really like 
me pesa wo de won sanu nu me ah benya me 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 mamotuo mu de bi wo de fabrice e wo ka cry tree no pesa wo de won sanu nu me ka cry no na e wo de wo ye kra na me te che me te ke rise me feel i e no cry na ye me de no yo yo say say you've warmed them up and then you've tested it now you know okay we dey shallow waters into me to me deep eh and just say any deep any deep any deep and deep and deep any came out the hole <laughs> unless you don't wash carefully and then she will be dipping and coming out with all sorts of shit <laughs> No pun intended. Yeah, but fun tissue. Basically, that's what it is. First of all, you make sure that you're clean because you don't. People will cuss you out. And then secondly, just try and fish out the freaky. You know, I feel like, and you know, the thing is that it's particularly hard because I feel like for most girls in Ghana, I'll say girls have it worse because they're not able to fully be themselves and express who they are, especially when it comes to sexual matters, because of how society perceives um, girls who are very sexually liberated. And so it's going to be quite hard. I feel like you might like go back check a crap, but you know, the real freaks they'll be upfront about it, and you know, you won't have to go there. You know. Start with sex jokes, you know. Something you don't have to like directly go and ask about the the fetishes, but just sex jokes, you know. Hey, that's what she said, you know those kind of things, and see how they measure up, you know. That's what she said, you know. Like that's not their real reality. Um, depending on who, just play around with it and just test it, and then you know. I don't feel like there's any one way to go and ask a girl to put her finger in your ass. I really don't know. Like maybe write a note. Like I don't know. You can do four pictures, one with your ass, a finger, you know, and some other guess. I don't know. <laughs> Fun tissue, get out of here. I'm done with you. If any of you have anything to tell Fun tissue regarding his booty hole pleasures, uh, you know, just tweet at us at sincerely cry and just direct this to Fun tissue. He'll read it. Uh, he'll get his life. <laughs> Thank you. Right about now, it's time for us to give our listeners some shout outs. Okay, so this week I'm shouting out two amazing people. First one is Atla underscore Borquete. Okay, he's a saxophonist and he really loves our show. And every single time I tweet before we came back, he would always be on my case. Where is it? Where is it? Where is the podcast? La Borquete. The podcast is here, and I hope you're enjoying it. Um, I can't believe it. I, you know, I was reading your hashtags, and the first thing I saw was saxophonist. I was like, oh, I actually thought you was sexual for the longest time because I keep checking your DM. Every time, like you're a bio, every time you come for me, and I'm like, who is this sapiosexual? You know, because when people say sapiosexual, it just throws me off because you can be into sapio, like you can be into smart people, but you could you can be dumb, you know? <laughs> That's not a prerequisite for liking smart people, you know? Being smart is not a prerequisite for, like, anyway. Um, but yeah, you're a saxophonist, and that's one of the first things I, I, I took from your bio. Um, thank you so much for always keeping me in check and dragging me for filth. Um, I do not condone it, but thank you. <laughs> we came back. Alright, the second person I want to shout out is Mommy PK I don't know I had so many questions Do you like chewing gum? Uh, is PK something that's part of your name? But Mommy PK um, Also known as Mommy Adwa Her hashtag said Free Spirited Was it a hashtag or was it part of your best? Free Spirited Anyway, thank you You are uh, you are a follower You are a tweeter Just like you interact on Kasa Into Mommy PK ni labo kete And the end of the day I see a kind of different I see a different so move supposes is yellow crane or yeah jimwa baba. Nejima tutu. 
I welcome to the sincerities family. We are we are sincerities. Everybody's a sincerity. You are sincerity. I'm a sincerity. Thank you so much. Anyway, guys, this is the end of this episode on the podcast. I hope it was insightful for you as it was for me. I hope you learned things, and I hope that if you're an entrepreneur and you listen to this, you were rejuvenated and invigorated because you learned something from this, and you're going to move on in your craft, knowing that you're not supposed to confuse your realities, and you were supposed to forge ahead, knowing what it is that you're working towards i love you so much for listening i love you so much for sharing i love you so much for laughing and playing us on speaker even though we are risky as fuck but thank you so much i want to shout out my co-creator and producer kwame asante who's also amazingly amazingly grateful for all of the love that we get for sincerely cry and of course gcr cyril and donald i cannot leave the podcast episode without saying thank you to my two favorite people <laughs> sometimes sometimes maybe not all the time because cyril is annoying let me just be real cyril is annoying ask anybody from the other podcast but anyway, don't let bait <laughs> Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to Sincerely a Crowd. We'll catch you on the next one. And this is the part where Kwame drops a dope tune and you just bop till it is over because you know it's always a good time on Sincerely a Crowd.
This has been a Gold Coast Report production.